This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. More time needed on China. Mexico, no USMCA unless tariffs go. Interior nominee advances and Vietnam action alarms USDA. Trump, farmers will be really happy. Four more weeks. That's how long President Trump now says it will take to wrap up negotiations with China. But the president declined yesterday to set a date for a final summit with Chinese President Xi Jinping. It could be one of the biggest deals ever made, Trump said, while leaving open the possibility that the talks will fail to reach an agreement. If we have a deal, there will be a summit. I would say we'll know in the next four weeks. I look forward to seeing President Xi if we have a deal. Trump also said this, we have agreed to far more than we have left to agree to. Bear in mind, Trump's target for a deal has slipped before and could slip again. There's still a lot of work to be done, including nailing down an enforcement mechanism to make sure China abides by the deal, Trump said. Another sticking point is to what extent would Trump lift the U.S. tariffs on China? Trump has said he would like to see some or all of the tariffs currently on $250 billion worth of Chinese goods stay in place to maintain leverage over the Chinese. China has been pushing hard for all the tariffs to be lifted. Trump's promise, whether it's our farmers or technology people, all of them will be really happy, and I think China is going to be very happy too. Mexico won't ratify USMCA with steel tariffs in place. So long as the U.S. continues to impose Section 232 tariffs on Mexican steel and aluminum, Mexico will never ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, according to Mexico's Undersecretary for North America, Jesus Sade. From the Mexican point of view, I can tell you we will never dream of completing the USMCA if that problem has not been resolved, as he spoke with reporters. He offered some reason for optimism, saying that U.S. and Mexican negotiators are hard at work trying to reach a deal that would get the Trump administration to lift the tariffs. U.S. agriculture sector has been united in demanding that the steel and aluminum tariffs on Mexico and Canada be lifted so that both countries' legislatures will ratify the trade pact and their retaliatory tariffs on U.S. ag products. Sade also downplayed any consequences from Trump's threat to hit Mexico with tariffs on cars and car parts if the country does not staunch the flow of migrants and drugs at the U.S. border. Bernhardt advances with bipartisan support. David Bernhardt's nomination as Interior Secretary has been sent to the Senate floor on a bipartisan 14-6 vote in the Energy and Natural Resources Committee. Democrats Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Martin Heinrich of New Mexico voted for Bernhardt as well as Maine Independent Angus King. The vote all but assures Bernhardt's confirmation, but other Democrats are still trying to keep the heat on Bernhardt. Eight Democrats sent a letter to the Interior Department's Deputy Inspector General asking her to examine Bernhardt's role in delaying the release of a draft biological opinion that found corpyrifos exposure would harm about 1,400 endangered species. The Fish and Wildlife Service says it's refining its methodology to incorporate information on how the pesticides are actually used. USDA concerned Vietnam blocking glyphosate. 
U.S. officials are alarmed by reports out of Vietnam that the country is moving to block imports of herbicides containing glyphosate, the active ingredient in Roundup. We are having very serious discussions with them about their intentions, in the word of Courtney Nupp, senior policy advisor in USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service, she said at the annual regulatory conference put on by CropLife America, RISE. Last week, after a federal jury awarded more than $80 million to a California man who was exposed to glyphosate for decades, the head of Vietnam's Plant Protection Department was quoted as saying the country was moving to ban the use of the product in Vietnam and to ban new herbicide imports containing glyphosate. Nup said the U.S. is trying to determine the breadth of the Vietnamese action, whether it applies to just their farmers or to import tolerances as well. Vietnam is the seventh biggest importer of U.S. ag products and is influential in the region, according to Nup. Brazil Vice President to meet with Pence Brazilian Vice President Hamilton Moro will sit down with U.S. Vice President Mike Pence next week in Washington, a sign of the growing goodwill between the two agriculture powerhouses. Moro's visit follows on the heels of a meeting last month between his boss, Jair Bolsonaro, and President Trump. Bolsonaro pledged to lift Brazil's ban on U.S. pork and set up an annual 750,000 metric ton tariff rate quota to allow U.S. wheat. But the U.S. ag sector is hoping for still more cooperation on ag trade. For example, Brazil charges a 20% tariff on U.S. ethanol when imports exceed 600 million liters a year. And U.S. corn farmers and ethanol producers would like to see that dropped. USDA moves to ease SNAP requirements. Small retailers will find it easier to stay authorized to accept SNAP benefits under changes that the USDA wants to make to regulations imposed by the Obama administration. The requirements, implemented in 2016, set a minimum requirement of staple foods that stores must offer. Congress intervened in 2017 and required the Trump administration to rewrite the regulation to give stores more flexibility. The new proposal still requires stores to have a minimum number of varieties of food in each of four categories, meat, dairy products, breads, and fruits and vegetables. But the proposed rule gives retailers more options for meeting the minimums. Under the 2016 regulations, for example, refrigerated milk counts as a single item in meeting the minimum requirement of seven dairy products. Under the new plan, full-fat and reduced-fat milk would be counted as two distinct products. Here's today's He Said It. He won't want to veto legislation that helps Nebraska and Iowa and Missouri and Texas and Florida. So let's not play this game. That Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer of New York, arguing that President Trump wouldn't veto a Democratic disaster bill that contains more aid for Puerto Rico than Trump wants. Republicans rejected the Democratic proposal yesterday, continuing the stalemate over disaster assistance. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 5th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.